Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of One Shot, the role-playing podcast where we bring you an exciting new adventure every month. Today's episode is the final installment in our Feng Shui series, guest-starring Chris Sims from Comics Alliance. We'll get to the action in a minute. I just want to take this time to remind everyone that One Shot is available on iTunes. If you download us that way, please leave us a review. It helps other people find this podcast. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash oneshotpod, or you can leave us a comment at the bottom of the page on the Peaches and Hot Sauce website. Right now, we are working hard to record our Halloween Spectacular. Two games run in two different horror systems, Call of Cthulhu and an indie system called Esper. I am proud to announce that at this moment, I can confirm that Brian Holden from Team Starkid will be joining us for the Scooby-Doo Cthulhu game. If you don't know Starkid by name, they're the people who are responsible for a very Potter musical, Holy Musical Batman, and Starship. We're extremely excited to have Brian on the show to join us for some Halloween fun. Because we are recording our episode next week, that means we're not going to have a one-shot. Instead, I'm going to post two episodes of Critical Success in the same week. If you haven't listened to Critical Success yet, it's OneShot's companion podcast, where I explain some of the theory behind role-playing and give advice to new dungeon masters, game masters, and players. We've got two episodes up already, and you should check them out. With all that out of the way, let's get into the action. All right, everybody, welcome back to One Shot. We are now ready for the thrilling conclusion to our, I still don't think we have a name that we've settled on for this, uh, to Jackie, Jackie Chan, can't catch a break, the pants problem bad, adventure. Bad pants problem. Bad pants problem. <laughs> Yeah, right? I think we've settled on a name. <laughs> it's that, and it's perfect. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's how the fight's going to go, exactly. Uh, they, they, Pretty much. Uh, last fight, uh, after one of them turned into a magical girl, uh, our intrepid heroes got themselves involved in a car chase with helicopters and ninjas on motorcycles and eventually drove themselves onto the back of a flatbed train where they battled battled the evil alternate universe versions of the three ninjas from the classic three ninjas movies who were by the way crushed to death (laughs) (laughs) like those guys definitely died (laughs) hey man if those characters ended up (laughs) never read the fan fiction they were crushed to death in the 90s oh man Oh, that's so sad. It's a bad calls after those movies. <laughs> they did, they went down a different path. Oh, I know. We'll join a triad. <laughs> Which, what they were trained in the Japanese martial art. I don't think a Chinese triad would even, well, who knows? <laughs> because this triad might not even be Chinese, as we are now finding out. Yeah. As at the very end of the adventure, a Scottish sounding gentleman who was on the back of the flatbed car just in front of theirs took off his hood and revealed that he was wearing a chrome steel metal mask and the large red snake symbol on his chest tipped off the wiser and smarter listeners that this may in fact be Destro <laughs> and that they it's, could yeah, be... It, well, if it's chrome steel, it's not. But if it's polished beryllium steel... Ah, that's <laughs> right. Polished beryllium. Yeah. 
goodness. Yeah, Chrome wouldn't withstand anything. Yeah. Uh, Thank <laughs> God you were here. Brilliant Thank and if, if I know anything about people with Scottish accents, it's only a matter of time until he turns Serbian. And then <laughs> we just go down a, a dark spiral from there. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think that's just... Previous listeners will understand why I think that. Yeah, if you want, go back and listen to the archive to get that joke. Um, <laughs> Okay, so let's uh one more time uh go through the party. Uh with us this week is, or this month is Chris Sims of Comics Alliance fame. He is a very talented writer. He has a fantastic comic book out on shelves right now called Subatomic Party Girls. Not on shelves, excuse me. Digital exclusive through Comixology. Uh, digital shelves. Digital shelves. Which the internet. They are a legitimate type of shelf. They're probably cleaner than the shelves at your local comic book shop. And they don't charge you a dollar for a comic that is a very cosmic gem in the holograms, uh, almost homage. It's a beautiful comic. About a rock band that is literally named Beryllium Steel. <laughs> Ooh, crossover. It's awesome, and you should pick it up. Uh, Chris, we are learning uh, about a little bit more about Jackie as this adventure goes on. Uh, Inspector Jackie uh, was wearing a sleeveless turtleneck. Uh, what, what, what does he base his fashion choices on? Uh, his fashion is mainly functional. You know, he has to wear uh, the, the nice dress pants and the jacket for uh, work. And, you right. know, a turtleneck is a very uh, business-like kind of top. Sure. In the 90s, what is more business-like than a turtleneck? Yeah. But yeah, you gotta, you can't have those sleeves. That'll cut and bind. Mm-hmm, you won't mm-hmm. properly throw punches or do handstand push-ups. And this is before you, Chuck Norris has ball. invented his martial arts pants designed specifically for kicking. Uh, those were action jeans uh, <laughs> that first appeared in Black Belt Magazine circa uh, 1991. Uh, so. Oh, so they might so. exist. Yeah, especially he, after... He may have them. I mean, I sent you guys a picture earlier. You just got off the plane, though. You you wanted to look nice for your family. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was dressed up for the birthday parties. Well, so, you know, those pleated pants, they're, <laughs> you know, they're fashionable. This... I mean, Arsenio Hall has, has made those a national Craze. Oh yeah, the, sleeve, the sleeveless turtleneck is really like the mullet of shirts because it's business <laughs> in the front and it's party where the arms cut off. <laughs> so it's just like exactly. <laughs> it's just the perfect '90s attire. All right, so I'm let's get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get a uh, yeah. people, people who are listeners of the War Rocket Ajax podcast or just follow Chris on Comic Science who have happened here, Chris Sims wants you to buy him some sleeveless turtlenecks. Absolutely. So whether you have to... the wish list. Yeah. <laughs> Find that and make that happen. Let's move on to Cat Murphy, who Hello. is playing Angela or... Action Angel Lala. That's right. The action movie magical girl. Uh, you have a lot of camo notes in that costume of yours. Yep. And we've, we know that you now have the ability to turn, uh, most weaponry pink. Oh yeah. We found that out. <laughs> Now, I know Action Angel Lala, we, we, we decided that she wouldn't have a, a talking animal companion. But if you did, what would it be like? Oh, a talking animal companion. It would probably be a guy with a, like a thick Brooklyn accent who, uh, said, uh, who like criticized my fighting technique all of the time. Um. Your talking animal companion would be a guy? <laughs> with, no, no they often are. No, the, oh, I can't actually think of a single female. No, 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 no. He said guy as in like a little person. Oh. 
no. Yeah, like, like no. Your, your animal companion is just like some dude who was walking by one day when he was Hey, I'm walking here. I'm an animal whoa, companion. Whoa, what's, whoa, what's up? No, I think he's probably going to be a chipmunk with, uh, with like a little lotus blossom backpack with fairy wing or with not fairy wings. Well, I wings think like he's thing. also like, but he's also like the the dude of action movies so i picture him with like a bandolier he's like a little Do chipmunk you? with a bandolier okay and like maybe a headband he could oh, still no, have a sakura a backpack well he needs that backpack to fly because he has to fly around <laughs> sure. otherwise how's he going to keep up yeah the, the most important part to me is that he's effectively a really grumpy coach <laughs> you gotta focus on your fighting techniques or you're never gonna be a beautiful magical girl come on hibiscus i'm trying <laughs> hibiscus yep that's the name hibiscus a plus plus all right oh man and let's move on to john patrick cohen who is playing tommy euphrates tommy euphrates tommy wisecracking street tough street tough you ran into legal trouble Basically, as soon as you had your gang affiliation. Yeah, it was my initiation. It was your initiation. So you didn't even get into the gang. No, no, no. Before. Okay. So what did, what did, before you became, before you went legit, before you went on the straight and narrow, what did you dream your life would be like? What, what, what did you imagine you would do? I, um, honestly, when, as, as a child, uh, uh, Tommy, he kind of modeled his life after Danny Zuko from the movie Grease. So, you know, in high school, he got a job all summer, um, packing boxes or making boxes at a, there was a, boxes were involved with the job. <laughs> and, uh, and he basically ran around high school trying to be like the king of his high school. And then as soon as high school was over, he realized that like, he did not know what Danny Zuko went off to do, and his oh, dream. He flew, he flew off into into the with his car into like yeah, the sky. But, yeah, that did not happen though. <laughs> on, on graduation day, when he got into a car and it did not go off into the sky, he was crushed, and so he did not know what to do with himself. So he turned to a life in the streets, uh, trying to run with various gangs. And it was he was 18 years old when he um tried to uh, initiate himself into that gang and. His his life kind of just fell into place after that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His his dream was to be young forever, and so far it's kind of working out for him. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see how. Let's see if he survives because this is the final encounter. <laughs> well, I, I will try my best to make sure that does not happen. <laughs> that he does not survive. Yes, I will try my best to be as reckless as possible in this last encounter. Someone knows how to play this game. Yeah. Well, that's definitely the best way to survive an action movie, as far as I know. Yep. All right. Uh, so you guys, we're, we're rejoining you guys. You're on the flatbed of your truck. Destro has just revealed himself to you. I respect your skills as warriors, but this must end now. You have fought nobly and bravely, but I'm afraid my master will not allow me to come back to command without the nunchucks. If you surrender them on my honor, I will allow you to live. At this point, Ray is kind of struggling because, like, he's bound and gagged. Oh, okay. Um, can I rip the uh, gag out of his mouth? Mm-hmm. Don't give it to him. He's got the deed to the restaurant. We'll lose everything. Uh, and you notice he does have the, he is holding the briefcase, uh, that Ray was taken with. New deal, Metal Mouth. You hand over the briefcase and we don't beat the crap out of you. I, I back him up by, you know, striking, striking a stance next to him, really intimidating, like Jackie, fall in line. 
Uh, I step up and go, leave us alone and get out of here. You're all scum. <laughs> you guys pose as a team, and he go- he just laughs. He goes, <laughs> I'm afraid you don't understand your arts. You are not in your world anymore. And the train heads to a bridge. And you guys know that you are in the area of the Bronx, especially with the train tracks. Uh, this bridge is Hellmouth Bridge. It's a, it's a real, real, real bridge in New York. Good Can't pull. believe this. Good pull. Uh, and a weird sort of portal opens up. And you guys zip through, and all of a sudden, the sky through this portal is red, and you pull into this huge open area uh, where there are are tons of soldiers in hoods emblazoned with snakes on them lined up in front of a massive throne. Mm. You're in my world, our world now. You must surrender to Cobra. And uh, the, the, the massive throne, uh, you see a figure on it lean forward and go, Destro, who have you brought into my domain? They are warriors. They own the Feng Shui sites that you desire to have under Cobra control. They will not give up the magical artifact willingly. Then there is only one thing to do. Destroy them! A plus voice work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are an initiative now. Sure. That's clearly happened. Aww. Do they get to use my my thing from before? Uh, You'll have to roll a new one. Can I, but can I, as a part of the... Uh, just Sure, I'll give it to you guys. This is the final fight. You need everything. Thanks. So this will be uh, for Chris first, and it's no longer negative two for me. Haha, it explodes. Oh, jeez. Oh, that can explode. Oh, this is not an issue, so yeah. Um, so it'll be whatever your speed is plus five, then uh, take the difference between 20 and that, and you get that added onto your speed. Okay, so I take my speed, mm-hmm. which is eight. Right. Plus five. Plus five, so it's 13. Uh, so, so I get plus seven to my plus seven, seven to your initiative, initiative check. Okay. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. Uh, but that doesn't explode, right? That doesn't explode. Saves. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going at 17. And I failed to boost you. So I will be going at 12. Um, I failed to boost me, so I'm going at uh, 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 7. 7. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's a low grouping for pretty much everybody else. That's too funny. Okay, so Jackie, you are up at 17. Okay, so uh, what is, we're still on the train. Right? Yeah. Still on a flatbed. It's pulled into a what station. Is, what is the situation? I know we're lined up on one side, but the van's not here anymore. The van's, yeah, the van's not here anymore. So you are on sort of like a flatbed car at the end of a train that's pulled into this station that like has lines and lines of Cobra soldiers on either side of you guys and sitting on a throne that is situated like in front of the train is the Cobra commander himself, uh, sort of leering down at everybody. And uh, uh, where is uh, Laird James McCullen, the 24th? <laughs> <laughs> he, he is on the car immediately in front of you. Um, and he has dudes? And he has, yeah, he's got his he's got his own dudes on either side of him. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna just full on run at him, duck under one of the guy's punches, grab his arm, and swing him around and knock out his other bodyguard, uh, so that I can then start fighting against Destro himself. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. So taking out his his his, I'll say he's got like three bodyguards. So that's minus three, and roll it. And you are trying to hit 12. If you can hit 12, you can take out all three of them. You said it was minus three? Minus three. Then I hit 12. Ah, perfect. Yeah. So, bam, yeah, you you, you sort of run up, you grab him by the arm. Uh, You got one hand, you got like one hand kind of on his throat, and you use his beryllium steel head to slam into all of them, (laughs) uh, sending them careening off of the car. He sort of uh, rolls out of your grip and you two are now facing off against one another. Um, so that took three shots, and 14, you go again. Uh, I'm going to throw a punch at him, mm-hmm. but then pull my hand back and shake it, because I just realized his face is metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, what? which uh, is this, Is this like a, a V-neck medallion Destro? Uh, oh, this is V-neck medallion Destro. What, I, can you think of anything more missiles? 1990s? Does he have wrist missiles? Of course he's got wrist missiles. All right. Well, then I'm going to punch him in the face, then shake my hand out, and then wait for him to punch at me. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab his arm, elbow him uh, in the in the throat, mm-hmm. which uh, is, is more or less exposed, mm-hmm. and then jam on those wrist missiles and fire him at uh, Cobra Commander. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. So this action, this action is going to be another minus three. Three, uh, because you are attacking two named characters, which is difficult. Okay. Uh, if instead of Cobra Commander, I just targeted like the crowd of dudes in front of his throne, that would be yeah, yeah. that would be perfect. Then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So now all you need to do is hit uh, hit Destro's dodge. Okay. And it's a negative. Oh, it's boxcars again. Oh man, I'm this so is excited. if there was ever a time so for boxcars to end up positive, Come it's on. now. This is. T- that's five to two. Yeah! yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it goes down the way the way you say you say it does. Uh, and you aim those wrist missiles. They fire off and blow up hordes of Cobra troops. Like it, it's it's hard for you to even count. Uh, I, I'm just going to say for the amount of Cobra mooks in this combat is there's a lot. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah. you took out a huge segment of a lot. My warriors. How dare you! Oh my. What is your name? Okay. Inspector Jackie, you are all under arrest. <laughs> A thousand curses upon you, Jackie! Uh, now it's Tommy Euphrates. Okay, well, I don't know why Tommy assumes this, but judging by the way that this world is created, I'm just going to assume that it's true. That somewhere on this train there is also um, a crane that like moves like the pieces of the or, or moves like the supply things of the train. Of course, you got to move the ordnance yeah, yeah, about exactly. somehow. So um, Tommy is going to make a beeline, uh, hopefully like climbing up like uh, train cars and stuff uh, to get to that crane. Um, that's <laughs> okay. that's what I want to do with my. I don't know how long it takes me to get to the that's crane. That's one. Yeah, that's a one shot action. So you'll go again on eleven. That's oh, and look, we're at eleven. Okay, great. So. Um, uh, th- I'm assuming this thing also has ordnance on it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to use the crane, um, which I have um, intelligence jury rigging, so I think that might come in handy that for the crane. That will definitely come in handy I want to use the crane to um, pick up one of, hopefully, like the boxcar things that we have on this train, and then try to swing it to clear out a bunch of troops. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Okay, so 
I'm just using, um, oh, and that's an explode. Yeah, so this, this'll be at, uh, I'm gonna say minus three because you're taking out an arbitrarily large number of mooks. Alright, so do I use my, uh, jury rigging or what do I use for this? Or martial arts? Um, you make a jury rigging. Okay, so the jury um, rigging is a 21. Okay. So, at a minus three, I'm sorry, it's a 18. Uh, yeah, that, like, that is perfect. Okay. You, you manage to, like, move the crane and swing it out and, like, take out droves and droves of uh, Cobra troops, which, as we all know, are so well trained that until ordered to do otherwise, they will stand <laughs> at attention <laughs> and get taken out. Excellent. Um, it's military precision. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, uh, and now Jackie, you are up again. Let's see. Uh, I've still got Destro to deal with, so uh, I am. Uh, since I'm still holding his arm, I'm going to attempt to sweep the leg, Cobra Kai style. <laughs> yes, uh, that's take a villain move. That way. <laughs> awesome. Uh, go for it. Uh, wow, it, it, I'm doing okay. Uh, that was a uh, 17 on my martial arts roll. And you absolutely connect, and Destro does indeed take some damage from that, although he has a body of 8. 20 was your roll? No, it was uh, 17. 17? Okay, so plus 7. Really shouldn't get into role-playing games if you're like an English major <laughs> and terrible at basic math. Math is the most frustrating part about these games. <laughs> I think every I think everyone I've ever known who is into role playing games is really bad at math. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Not you have fair. A seven... We need to make a math free system. <laughs> seven <laughs> plus five. Just pretend. Right? Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, you don't need rules for that game. Yeah. Destro is like thrown onto onto the ground. Uh, his beryllium steel head clanks against the against the wood and goes. Uh, next up, actually, is Tommy Euphrates again. Okay, I forgot we're, to we're <laughs> I forgot to mention this, but yeah. after I um d- uh took out that swath of troops with mm-hmm. um the box car, I wanted to look directly in the camera and say, "Looks like these guys weren't very well trained." <laughs> and then I want to swing the box car above. Uh, Cobra Commander's throne, and then um, so I want to like put position it above the, his throne, and then drop the box car. Mm-hmm. See what happens. So, um, ooh, I'll uh, yeah, I'll just I'll use a I'll use a, a point, a fortune point. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and is this another jury rigging check <sighs> to drop? Uh, like I, I'm gonna have to go with jury rigging jury because rigging? like okay. you're literally ooh explode. <laughs> um, so these cancel each other out. So six plus five. So uh, 25. 25? Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, is there any negatives to that? Nope. Okay, so just uh, the 25. So, wow. Holy, holy cow. And do I have any idea what's inside of this uh, container? You don't. Okay, great. You don't. So it could be anything. Um, I want to try to drop it so that um, the doors uh, land on top of the throne. So, mm-hmm. like, whatever's inside is basically, like, trapping him inside. Like, if, if the doors mm. hit, it's, like, standing up on its side. Okay, okay. I, I think I know exactly what's going to happen here. <laughs> Great. Um, and, and Cobra Commander, because of that, he absolutely has to take an active dodge. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I, I'm also hoping that inside of this is like uh, like the Super Shredder ooze that turns mm. Shredder into Super Shredder, <laughs> just so we can have like an even stronger boss because of these actions. <laughs> oh, you thought you could defeat the boss so early. <laughs> I'm good at setting trains on fire when they don't need to be on fire. Yeah, you you guys want that because you already had pizza. 
I'm ready to punch this dude out. Okay. Um, so it, it drops, it drops down on the Cobra Commander, and then th- there's silence where, like, everybody around the room, like, Destro looks over, he's shocked, um, and, like, he has a little bit of a smirky smile because, like, he knows if, if Cobra Commander's gone, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, he, he looks over, and, like, all of the troops look over, and then you hear from the inside of the uh, of the crate, boom, 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 and uh, the metal tears aside as Cobra Commander punches his way out, uh, and you see that he is covered in uh, feathers, and a bunch of live chickens sort of <laughs> escape out. <laughs> You boy, I shall take care of you personally. Squawk all you want, but you're going down, Mother Clucker. These are these are these are the things. These are the things oh, that I no. say. Oh no! That pop into my head. John, oh. I, I I honestly don't know how you're not an action movie. This is literally. I am as a writer. I am, Shocked. <laughs> <Made>. Jealous. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's so good it makes me angry. Uh. And, Jackie, you are once again up. We'll get to you soon. You've been biding your time. No, it's okay. We're all low initiative. This is what happens. Yeah. Destro's down. So I'm going to do Oh, he's, a, yeah, he's on the ground. I'm going to do one of those moves. Like, you know how flatbed cars where they hook up, they've got the uh, kind of raised thing. Yeah. I'm going to do a hop up onto that and then uh, drop the elbow. Oh, yes. Nice. Which is a little more Randy Savage than Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's okay. Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan deserves one of those every once in a while. This is America. you got to fight like an American. Well, the elbow, that's a little Tony Jaw, though. Oh yeah, he does I that all the time. I thought about the knees. Oh, oh yes. just the knees. Yeah, but I like I like uh, coming back with the elbow. Uh, and but that is only a uh, twelve. A twelve. Okay. Uh, so with that, Destro is not able to roll out of the way. Um, like even with extra damage from jumping off of a thing, uh, you're not going to get through his toughness score with that. So you drop down, and he moves a little bit so that your elbow comes down on his beryllium steel head. Ah. Funny bone. All right. <laughs> oh, man, the funny bone. That's the worst. Um, and that brings us up to Angela. Action Angel. Okay. Uh, so this whole time, Angela's been chanting and then uh, doing this little magic circle thing around her. Mm-hmm. And she, she seems ready, so she finally stands up and looks at Cobra Commander and says, I will take each of those thousand curses and transform them with love. My love is a hurricane. And I'm using conjured weapons. So over each of his thousand uh, mooks, 
yeah. uh, a sword with a heart on top appears and plunges downwards. And I'm going to spend however many turns ensuring that all of those hit, running around, slicing through dudes, jumping from thing to thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. And Roll that. Your poor dad is just standing here watching you murder thousands of people. Well, they're swords with hearts on them. Yeah, we have no idea what effect they true, could possibly have. Uh, and that was... Um, I'm going to call that as a named attack, if that's okay with you. So that comes to a 20. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, your, 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 swords, uh, your swords of truth and love begin penetrating the Cobra troops. Uh, as soon as they are stabbed, uh, there like, appears to be as though some red is spreading out from the wound. And like, there's a tense moment where everybody watching the movie thinks, Oh no, did she kill them? No. But that red slowly starts turning pink. And you turn their uniforms pink, and all of a sudden, the Cobra troops stand like stand around and look at one another and embrace each other as friends and brothers. They've seen the errors of their ways. They've destroyed the evil from them from the inside. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, uh, we get up to, uh, the unseen enemy. Um, just as you finish this spell, uh, dropping down from the ceiling is a figure clad in white with a sword drawn and he takes a swing at you. Will a 17 hit? Yes, it will. Okay. So, uh, Storm Shadow drops down from the ceiling. <laughs> And uh, he he strikes at you uh, with with his with his uh, blade. I will be your opponent, Action Angel. He slashes at you. You manage to mostly dodge his attack. He lunges forward again with another attack, uh, which you again dodge. And finally, uh, he throws some sand into the air. It catches your eyes and brings his sword down. You manage to like block with your nunchucks mm. but that sends you flying off of the back of the flatbed truck or uh, flatbed train onto the ground and you take some damage from that mm. uh, so the damage that you take overall is so you take 16 damage oh my Ooh. god yeah storm shadow doesn't mess around jeez he didn't even perform the hands without shadow attack on you it's ridiculous. Lucky you didn't go for the Arash Kage mindset. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put that one on you. Wait, did you subtract your uh, toughness from that? I did not. It was a killing raid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Storm Shadow moves down. All right, and now we end up on a mess of a turn as four characters are acting. The first one up is going to be Lord Cobra. Uh, uh. Um. Okay. He stares. He, yeah, he he stares at uh, at Tommy, um, and he points, uh, and like assumes a snake style fighting stance, and sort of like eyes you, leering uh, with a predatory smile uh, that you can't even see because he's wearing a hood. Yeah, uh, but it looks predatory. Sure, and you go. Oh man, look at that guy's eyes. He might be smiling. <laughs> 
in uh, a predatory manner. And yeah, so he's just struck this pose. Uh, next up is going to be, uh, we'll say, we'll give Tommy Euphrates. Tommy. Okay. Um, so are, do, am I to assume that there are still chickens running around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. You're so, to assume that. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, jump out of the, uh, crane, hopefully, um, uh, hit the, gr- or the, that I'm currently in, hopefully hit the ground in kind of a roll. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to, uh, do like a little bit of a barrel roll, pick up a chicken. Um, and if, if there's a chicken near me, I would like to grab a chicken and then, uh, throw that chicken right at him oh yeah okay, go for so that yeah as please. i as i uh and this is basically just a martial arts roll mm-hmm. of course i'm going to use one of my fortune points because why not um as i'm finishing the roll and pick up the chicken i want to say let's play chicken and then toss the chicken at him <laughs> okay cool uh what happens i got box they boxed out but i also have a fortune point okay what uh now? so Whichever box wins, it's still gonna end up that way. Although you may like, you may succeed in your attack. Okay. Still, if it's like, is it positive? It's positive. It's all positive. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's it's a two and a one. So, but it's positive one. Right. Positive one. Well, so positive one out. So this is like an extraordinary result. So, um, do I add the five from my fortune roll? What do I do with that? Nothing. Does it matter? Uh, yeah, you still add that. Okay, like, so... To tell me the number. Uh, 18 plus 1 is 19, and then whatever minus is there are. But plus 1 for improvised weapons, so 20. Okay, yeah, wow. And so that hits... minus for hitting oh, a cool. named boss. But you get... But you get... But you're encouraged to use improvised weapons. Yeah, I get plus one for using improvised weapons. I love weapons. that. Most yeah. other systems just, you know, give you penalties. No, and it's, I have, I can't use it the same way twice, so yes. I can't throw another chicken at yes, him or else I don't awesome. get the bonus. I love that. Uh, so, yeah, you, 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 like, <laughs> he, he's, like, expecting you to throw a punch. Like, uh-huh. he's got, he's got his, uh, he's got his snake-style kung fu ready. He doesn't expect you to throw a chicken straight on at his face. <laughs> Tommy Euphrates um, fights, and he like he is. You can tell like the chicken is furious at this point. This is like a Zelda chicken. <laughs> it, it is pecking and tearing at him, but he remains. He keeps his eye contact on you, but he is taking heavy damage from this chicken. Yeah. So I'm gonna say a chicken uh, as a weapon does two damage, uh, and uh, plus your net hits because it was thrown. So um, Twenty. So yeah, twenty. Uh, so that is nine. Let's see, nine damage coming at Cobra Commander. Nice. All right. And that drops me down. And now we have. Uh, let's actually have Destro fire back at Jackie before Jackie does another ridiculous thing to Destro. Destro uh, reaches to the one of the many various gun pockets that he has on his thighs, and he pulls out two SMGs and points them up at Jackie Chan and lets out a flurry of shots. So 17 will hit uh, 12 damage uh, from, from the flurry of machine gun fire coming at you. Obviously, you're mostly dodging, uh, but there are a few shots that, like, catch you on, like, the arm and... Yeah, I'm at 32 wounds now. Oh, okay, geez. so, yeah. He's... So, you're bleeding. Despite your toughness? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Cool. You're right. I uh, did the I same did thing. Subtract. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta no? subtract. Critical. So, well, that's, what, seven? 
So, mm-hmm. okay, I'm at 26. 26. Oh, you're still fine. Much better. Uh, yeah, he is now at the point where he is taking a minus one penalty to his attack. Uh, so, team, be aware. Be aware. Um, I think the system should give you a plus one when you get low on health. Like to You know what? I actually, th- I feel that too. I kind of feel like you should, uh, they always get tougher. Yeah, action movies, more you get tougher, the more, like, die hard? Come on. <laughs> um, alright. Yeah, I feel like, like, uh, your big enemy should get weaker and you should get tougher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Jackie, it is your turn. Alright, well, I'm gonna kinda, you know, after I take the those shots, I'm going to look down at him and I'm going to square off as he's reloading. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have a callback mm. to that flashback. Yes! Mm. Keep focused. Uh, where grandfather, or oh, excuse me, uncle, uncle, uncle told me that I needed to learn to focus. And that's always been my problem. That's why I'm always jumping onto cars. Yeah. <laughs> getting stuck in windshields. <laughs> but if I focus, if I take those lessons and I apply what I've learned from... The, the the love that I've seen from my family and this this man that I helped my life or helped his life turn around. I'm gonna focus. I'm gonna put all that energy into a punch. <laughs> I punch him and shatter that metal mask. No. All right, you nice. you get plus three to this roll. So go right. for it. Oh, one of these dice explodes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Not the good one. <laughs> Uh, okay. Again, it exploded twice. Okay, so that's and then I rolled a five. So that's a oh. minus seventeen. I rolled a one on the other one. Oh Jesus! So minus I'm at sixteen. One. I get a result of one. Come on, let me re-roll that. One. Oh Just man, cheat a little bit. I Just cheat a little bit. Yeah, I well, I, I I absolutely want to cheat a little bit, and like Feng Shui is supposed to. Oh, you're supposed to just auto succeed on things that the yeah, DM so, would like. So this is so the way the way this goes down oh. um is you do you do punch and you hit that mask and it cracks. Uh and the steel like, like the beryllium steel, <laughs> as hard as beryllium steel is, falls away, revealing uh, revealing his true face, the true face of Scottish evil. <laughs> um, uh, but like, what... eyes the true cat green sort of thing. <laughs> yes, eyes the true cat green. Oh, that no. smell of the distilled hatred of the <laughs> Scottish race. Yes. <laughs> For you Fu Manchu fans out there. <laughs> um, uh, however, you, you shatter the mask, um, and you realize instead of looking afraid. Or surprised, uh, like well, he there there is fear in his eyes. Like nobody has ever penetrated his mask, uh, but you don't notice that standing right next to you with a gun trained on you is the Baroness, and she fires at the same time as you punch. Uh, so I am going to say uh, that you have to absorb uh, ten damage. So it's really five wounds that it manifests as. Uh, so you are now at 30, you're taking your minus two penalty, but you've shattered his mask, and he is going to take the same amount of damage that you took. And I think that is fair, because that callback deserved a good roll. So there's a new enemy now, this Baroness? Uh, sure. So after that tragic incident, we move Jackie down, one, two, three, and next up, uh, Cobra Commander... 
uh, throws the chicken away, mm-hmm. um, and maintains his intense eye contact on you, now darting oh. his hands about oh, in quick, uh, snake-like motions. Uh, you can see his body is full of tense energy. Uh-oh. And it is Angela's turn. Okay, so, uh, I think I'm, uh, going to stare down my opponent. Mm-hmm. And prepare a chi blast. So I'm going to rear back and ka me ha me ha. All right. So let's see if this chi blast works. Uh, so that is a seventeen. Seventeen. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. So they do eleven damage, and then uh, my proposed. Uh, extra thing on a chi blast mm-hmm. is that if they have uh, like magical items on them currently, that they'd uh, cease like connecting with them or threaten a chance to do that. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So any arcana wear, any arcana wear that he would have is indeed gone. Uh, so storm shadow, you managed to blow off his sleeves, uh, and you blow off his hood as well with that with that blast. Uh, he has a smoke rising from his clothing, uh, and he has frayed ends on his shirt. Uh, he still has the mask over his mouth. Um, and he, he sort of, he looks, he looks at you and he sort of nods at you, acknowledging your status as a warrior. And he lunges forward. Um, uh, so yeah, 20, 21 definitely hits. Yeah. He actually, uh, throws down his sword and he is going to engage you in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, he charges forward and unleashes a flurry of blows. And at first you're blocking them, but some of them are catching you. Uh, like he, he gets you with a really hard punch to the kidney, which exposes your side and he get, he hits you with a snap kick there, which almost pushes you over. And he finishes, he, he, he uh, he finishes it out by, uh, Sweeping your leg and grabbing you in midair, whirling you around and slamming you to the ground. Jeez. Um, yeah, he 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 didn't hold back anything. Uh, so that is going to be eight plus. What's your? You, you've got fourteen in your dodge, right? Uh, no, sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, that's right, because you're a magical girl. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, that's uh twelve damage coming at you. Now we go to, uh, I believe first up we'll do Tommy Euphrates. Tommy. Okay, so this, so, um, he's still doing his little, like, judo moves. Yeah. Uh, kind of staring me down, dance of death. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, this terrain, um, is it, I'm assuming it's like, this is like red wasteland, correct? T- type of terrain? Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like carved out of red hellstone. You okay. Know. Um, are there any loose rocks lying around? Oh. There are always loose rocks. There's always loose rocks. Um, okay, so what Tommy Euphrates is going to do is uh, I want to pick up uh, two like good sized, like hand sized uh, loose rocks mm-hmm. um, from the ground and say, "You want to go, Snake Boy? All right, let's rock and roll." <laughs> and I want to like fling myself at him, and and I want to jump up and do like a, and do a spin, so turn my body. To just like do like a spin move to hit him, mm-hmm. but while I'm spinning, I want to throw both of my rocks at him. 
um, therefore completing my rock and roll pun. Okay. So I'm basically like twi- rolling my body rolling at him in a body, body slam, in but I'm also throwing rocks at him as I'm as I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Um, so those rocks, those rocks will be for two damage. And this um, is my fortune point. Yeah. Um, and this is martial arts, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awful. Um, so uh, it is a fifteen. 15. Well, 15. 16 because it's an improvised weapon. Yeah, maybe. yep. 16. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for rocks. For although, rocks, yeah. yeah like it's, maybe not. Maybe not. It's your call. It's they're your loose call. rocks. I'll allow it. Uh, so, yeah, that like you definitely you definitely managed to hit him. Uh, and rocks, two damage. What's your strength? Five. Five. Okay. The rocks, the rocks hit him. Uh, and... He is still, like, he's doing his snake dance. Mm -hmm. Um, And you notice, like, one of the rocks catches him on the temple, and it tears his hood a little bit. And you can see blood spreading out from that wound. Uh, He looks like he's bleeding pretty profusely, but he is impassive. He did not react to to being hit in the head with a rock at all. And as you land... Faster than the art, uh, than the eye can see, his hand darts out Ugh. and sticks itself in your chest. Oh god! <laughs> like through my chest? Uh, yeah, absolutely through your chest. Oh, god. I'm gonna roll this, but I don't need to to know that I hit. <laughs> oh lord! With the bonuses that he had on that. Oh, and he didn't roll very well, so that is six. So that is twenty-three. Oh yeah, that's a hit. Um, I will allow you to do an active dodge if you want to take a shot and do an active dodge. That'll help my toughness? Uh, that will reduce his net successes. I'll do it. I'll take an active dodge. Yeah, so he just hit you with 20, um, and see, 14, and what is the damage from that? So 16 is my dodge at this point. Okay, yeah, uh, you've got 13 damage coming at you. So minus toughness? Yeah. Um, and he like like literally his hand is stuck inside you, and he withdraws it. Uh, can I say that where it went in, the point that it went in was the American flag on my American flag T-shirt? Oh, absolutely! Okay, great. Single tear. Uh, Those colors don't run, but they do bleed. <sighs> you just mess with the wrong country, buddy. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs> We are moving on. <laughs> See, Tommy went. Uh, Jackie. I'm assuming the Baroness has a, an automatic pistol. Of course. Uh, is that is that a correct assumption? Oh, that is absolutely a correct then assumption. What I'm going to do, I'm going to grab her wrist and kind of get under her arm like this. You know, like one hand on the wrist, one hand on the arm, and pull her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with my uh, the hand that's not holding her wrist, grab her wrist, get under her arm. And then eject the clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clip goes down. I catch it with a snap kick and kick the clip into death trips. There you go. Ah, oh, there we go. Very nice. Oh, man. And he's never been hit in the face without his metal mask before. So this is going to suck. <laughs> Roll that. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens. Again, this, this I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch these around so the black die is the good one. Yeah. Uh, that's still a 14. 14 will still hit. Um... Yeah, so the, like the the clip goes, it hits him right square in the nose. Um, it breaks his nose. Ah, my nose! I can't believe he just hit me in the nose. It really hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, uh, so yeah, 12 damage coming at him, and he no longer has the protection of his badass brilliant steel helmet or mask. So I have a follow-up move. <laughs> oh, okay. Do it all in one turn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my follow-up is I'm gonna judo throw the Baroness so that her feet in those uh, stilettos mm-hmm. uh, go right into his broken nose. Yes. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, you know what? Roll that one, too. Because that... I can't hit her. Yeah, you can't hit her, but you can use her as a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 15. 15. Oh, 15 will do it. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And that, yeah, his dodge is only 10. So, I don't know why I'm holding dice. Uh, yeah, so with that, that will actually knock... Uh, that will knock Destro unconscious, and the Baroness, the Baroness like falls, falls to, like like once she la- lands on the ground, once you release her, uh, she falls to the ground. My beloved, uh, and she 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 grabs she grabs Destro. This this man has ruined your beautiful face. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna snap the cuffs on her. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> You are under arrest. You are scum. Um, and uh, the last person in the initiative order scum is... like you will never be beautiful. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's cold. That's, that's, you're not allowed to appraise bodies, Jackie. Come on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not body shaming. I'm, you're body shaming the Baroness. <laughs> She's trying to shoot me. You somehow avoided the the swords that turn people into good people. Well, you yeah, you hear you heard it here first, people. Uh, Chris Sims does not believe evil women can be beautiful. Right. <laughs> not on the inside. Not on the inside. <laughs> That's what really matters. Uh, if you're right. an evil person, you'll never be beautiful. You'll always be scum. <laughs> That's a Jackie Chan poster. Uh, <laughs> to moralize your tiny child. Uh I think all these bad roles of mine are indicative of stunts going on. <laughs> Jackie Chan is for real bleeding all over the place at this point in the movie. Oh, man. Cat, <laughs> uh, you are the last person well, last up in turn. this initiative turn. Okay, order. I see yeah. that Tommy's uh, chest gets, you know, punched, punched into. But you still have, you still got Storm Shadow to No, I know. Yeah. So I'm like, Tommy! And I turn and say, time to finish this. And uh, pull up uh, a magical circle. It's got, like, it's kind of, you know, a magic-y looking clock thing with moving a heart and lotus pieces. Yeah. Um, and in it, I quickly, like, smack something three times, and then uh, from a downwards position, like, swoop one of my hands up and then press to the side, and then that dissipates. And I jump <laughs> forward and kick him in the face three times, and then go, Hadoken! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use a fortune die. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, all sixes. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> six, six, six. It was, it was six. Okay, so this is crazy. <laughs> they all explode. Um, okay, so uh, that one exploded again on the good side. On the good side, And oh. then, uh, then a three. Okay, so, um, uh, six, fifteen. And then, do I subtract the, uh, the other side completely? Yeah, you, you subtract, you subtract, like... Well, it got but boxed out, though. It's, it's a positive boxcar, so this is going to be incredible. So, yeah, what you do is, like, 
you start hitting him with the you, you start hitting him with the combo. You charge up the Hadoken, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not enough. Like it sends him flying backwards in the air, and before you before like you end up behind him, mm. uh, and just a little bit under him, and you hit him with the Shaiyuken, <laughs> <laughs> and you spin around coming up, uh, and like. Lotus Blossom dragons, like, uh, swirl around your fist. Um. (laughs) 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 And, uh, he he flies up in the air. Uh, I, like, this dude had 20 damage on him already, so I am going to assume that that puts him out. So, like, he flies back to the ground. And uh, the dragon, the like dragon energy swirls off of your fist, and then uh, creates characters in the air that say KO. <laughs> My hair, I just rush it to the side, and it slowly falls back into place. <laughs> I take out the nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Storm Shadow is down, uh, and we have uh, let's see, Destro is down. It is just Lord Cobra, and I believe this being a fight between Tommy and Cobra, I believe we can just resolve this with uh, with you uh, do, rolling your next action. Okay. Um. So here's the here's the move that I want to do. He's hit me in the shirt. Uh, it hit me in the chest right through my American flag. Mm-hmm. So I want to rip the rest of my shirt off, <sighs> and then uh, roll up both halves. So I've got like a um like rolled up shirt uh, that I'm working with. Yeah. And then come at him. Try to catch one of his fists with the thing, turn it, catch the other fist, oh, man. and then get behind him and bring them both down through his neck. So he's got both of his fists up yeah. his neck, and I'm choking him out. Okay, yeah. So and quick I'm gonna question. Roll. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. When you tear off your American flag shirt, does it reveal the American flag tattoo? Oh my God. Absolutely. Ah! Absolutely. <laughs> and then I say... These catch fist colors, catch fist don't run as I as I break him down. Uh, hopefully, we'll see how this works. Um, okay, well, the, it's not good, but it, it works. Uh, so these ones cancel each other out. So my martial arts is uh, an eighteen. Improvised weapon is a nineteen. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you definitely uh, you, you you grab him. You're choking him out. Curse you! Curse you all! And then, uh, like, out from his hood, a snake just, like, sort of slithers out, and you're holding, like, the wet shed skin of that form, and a snake sort of slithers away very quickly across the ground. Just as uh, the windows to this place burst open, and a bunch of soldiers, of a myriad of soldiers, that un, like don't look like they're wearing any sort of uniform and look like they're able to haphazardly dress however they want to dress if they were five-year-olds <laughs> that loose in a military supply store. <laughs> Burst down and they say, Go Joe! And they look around the room and they realize that all the Cobra troops are wearing pink and Cobra Commander is defeated, and the Baroness is defeated, and Destro is defeated, and Storm Shadow is lying unconscious on the ground. And they, they, they look around, they look at you guys, and they go, Well, I guess we learned who the true American heroes are. I wiped the blood off of my tattoo. <laughs> I guess we did. 
Uh, and credits start to roll. Uh, I, I don't know. I kind of want to transmute all of the chickens to doves. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. The, tri- the chickens transmute to doves, but not just doves. Red, white, and blue doves. Yes. God damn it. We pose like a goddamn team. And, yeah, you, you like, uh, you, you have, like, uh, let's see. I, like, I, I don't even know which... Which G.I. Joe would be appropriate to do this, but he sort of like grabs you guys by the shoulders and goes, I think we have some work for you boys <laughs> and girl. <laughs> I love this uh, this gif of uh, Jackie Chan turning around. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to put that one on the yeah. website. Um, so now we are at the credits roll portion of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, and this is where you guys each describe how one stunt in this went disastrously wrong during <laughs> filming. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so let's let's start with Sakura. Let's start with... Uh, or not Sakura. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you've been seeing the action figure the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, so uh, transmutation's pretty new because the, the child actress we've gotten to do this actually is a magical girl. Oh, of course. Of course, obviously. It's like How Sailor I'm... V was on her own TV show. Right, exactly like that. Um... So, uh, the transmutation sequences, she kept getting them wrong and, like, turning the back of the, the van and stuff into jelly, and then it would just bloop all over the set <laughs> and get everything gross and sticky. <laughs> no one was really happy about it. Okay. <laughs> um, how did, how did some of Jackie, what did Jackie's stunts go wrong? I mean, not that we didn't see how most of them did. <laughs> But really early on, when he went to grab that uh, red pepper and hop over the counter and throw it in the guy's eyes, the, the cap was on too tight, and it just wouldn't go. And eventually, everybody just kind of laughed. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, which he pulls it off and, and kind of dumps it on the guy's head, and everybody has a good laugh. <laughs> and John. Uh, okay, so there is a one of the the trickier um, uh, pieces to shoot in this movie was the scene where uh, the uh, car goes barreling off of the end of the train um, and rolls. Mm-hmm. And that scene, we they finally shot it, but the scene that took was the most trouble was uh, the scene where um, Tommy throws the keys to Ray and says, "Remember where I parked," because he could not catch those keys. <laughs> so we see a sequence of about ten to twelve shots of just Ray, just on Ray, as you hear the line from off camera. The keys come at him, and he like they hit him in the head. They fly off the side of the train. Like the keys are just going everywhere, uh, <laughs> and he can't. And then finally, um, uh, the the last one, he throws the keys to him. He grabs the keys. Uh, the 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 you can hear all the crew applauding. <laughs> his, uh, keys, and he raises the keys up in his hands and he shakes his fists rapidly. And then the keys just fly off <laughs> the side. And so that's that's the end of that credit sequence. Oh, great! Well, thank you guys all so much for doing this. This was awesome. A lot of fun. Uh, we'll see you guys next month with the uh. Uh, one-shot Halloween spectacular, Ooh. including Call of Cthulhu Scooby-Doo. Yes. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I can't come back for that one. <laughs> well, Chris, if you want to come back for that one, we would love to have you back. <laughs> thank you for I'll doing this. Yeah, thank Believe you, Chris. Me, it's tempting. To email me. We'll see. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. 
Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. Well, that's it for One Shot this week. I hope you enjoyed Feng Shui. We'd love to bring it back at some point. If you liked hearing Chris on the show or just like the show in general, I can almost guarantee that you are going to love Chris's new comic, which is being advertised in previews this month. It's called Downset Fight, and it stars Chuck Fairline, a disgraced ex-football player who is infamous for causing the biggest team-on-team brawl in the history of sports. Chuck is enjoying his peaceful new life as a high school football coach when he is attacked by hordes and hordes of angry mascots. If you want to see an aging superstar punch a bunch of dudes in fursuits, then buy this comic. And if you don't want to see that, then I don't think we can be friends. Chris also wrote Subatomic Party Girls, which is available digitally through Comixology for $1 per issue. That is a steal. You can also listen to Chris's weekly comics and pop culture podcast, War Rocket Ajax, at warrocketajax.com. You can hear his premium podcast, Movie Fighters, at bandcamp.com slash moviefighters. And finally, Chris is a regular contributor on my favorite comics website, Comics Alliance. Unfortunately, Chris won't be able to join us for Scooby-Doo Cthulhu. However, we are going to have Brian Holden of Team Star Kid, as I said at the top of the show. So please... Keep an eye out for that. Speaking of things you should be looking out for, this is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network. They have articles, podcasts, and videos, and tons of other comedy-based things that you should be listening to, watching, and or reading. You can find it all at peachesandhotsauce.com. The songs we use are credited and linked in the episode description. The logo this month was done by Cynthia Lee. You can find more of her work at juniperfloor.tumblr.com. The poster this week was done by my good friend David Giratana. You can find more of his work at thescald.deviantart.com. That is S-K-A-L-D at deviantart.com. And finally, that music that is swelling up over my voice right now is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.